Welcome to the WA Property Q&A, the podcast where I explore the ins and outs of buying property in Western Australia. I'm your host, Peter Fletcher, and each week I interview local property experts to help you to develop a deep understanding of the nuances of buying property in WA. From market trends to legal considerations, no topic is off limits. But before we dive in, a friendly reminder, while we provide valuable information, it's important to note that nothing discussed in this podcast should be construed as personal investment advice. Always remember to seek the appropriate professional advice for your specific circumstances. Now, let's get started and unlock the secrets to successful property buying in WA. Okay, welcome to another episode uh, of the uh, WA Property Q&A. Today, it's my privilege to uh, have as a guest, Prash Nayar. Uh, I'll let Prash tell us a little bit more about him, himself, but uh, I've known Prash now for, uh, how long have we known each other? Good question, man. Few... I think it's probably a few years now. Yeah. Yeah. Time has flown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, where where did we met, I think, first at uh, um, Property Tribune function or something? That's right. Yes. It was through Charlie Gunningham, this one. So it was at the launch of the um the property tribune. So yeah, probably yeah. about three three years now. Um and yeah, property tribune's going really well. So I was, you know, fortunate enough to um to write their first article mm-hmm. and yeah, and how um how they've been been trans traveling along. It's been good to see their progress. And they, they've yeah. done pretty good things, haven't they? They truly have. Yeah. And so have you, Peter. So thank you and, for having me here, friend. Oh, that's that's okay. Um, it's my privilege. Um, interestingly, on one of uh, one of my very you know like soon to be episodes, mm-hmm. I'm having Charlie on. Charlie Fantastic. Gunningham, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, tech and the the space of tech. You know where where tech is going for for the property industry. That will be a very interesting conversation. That one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I'm looking forward to today because. You're working in some areas that uh, I know that we do a lot of settlements out in uh, Allenbrook and Caversham. Yes. Uh, and that's, that's where you're now uh, working? Absolutely, yes. For the last six months, we've been focusing our business area um, towards the Swan Valley. Yeah. And, and off air, I, I asked you this question and I'll ask it to you again. What, what attracted you? Sure. Uh, uh, about Allenbrook, what's the what was the driver there? Mm-hmm. I think for the last um, decade, Peter, I've been operating in the um, the inner city apartment um, and the residential home markets. Mm. Um, most of my buyers that were purchasing there, who have purchased there, were looking at investments, um, especially in this market with the rising interest rates, and they were looking at, at high yielding investments. Mm-hmm. And the areas that they were focusing on, it being you know us being north of the river, mm-hmm. were towards where the train lines were going. Mm-hmm. So with the Allenbrook line that was coming up or that was planned to come up in um, 2024, prices in and around the area were slowly rising um, and turnover in the market was relatively high as well. So what we did was um, as we were expanding our team, we decided to, to look at areas where there was growth potential and to serve our clients a lot better, we decided to look and study the market. So upon studying the, um, the turnover, um, understanding the homes that were built you know, back in 2006, 2007 um, and the prices now, um, I decided that you know, it'll be a good good opportunity for us to move in and see how we can capitalize on maximizing um, our clients' portfolios. 
as a suburb, how old is Allenbrook roughly? Yeah, I think 2002 is when they started getting their first um, their first homes built in. So mm-hmm. roughly about 21 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are three parts, I would say three main parts of Allenbrook. Um, you have the part that's closer towards the wines, um, closer to on that borders around Averley. You've got the central part of um, Ellenbrook, which is the promenade. And I think that's where you know, a lot of the investments are currently being focused on due to the infrastructure. Um, and the third part borders upon the new suburbs that have come out, which is Brabham, Dayton, um, and of course, Cavachan. So you've got private estates that surround Ellenbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so those, um, those are the three, three main uh, parts of Ellenbrook that I've seen growth in. Whenever I've thought of, of Ellenbrook, I always kind of picture it as a bit of a desert. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> yes. It's a, it seems to be a long way away from the ocean. It doesn't mm-hmm. have a, a major waterway running through it. It's yes. sort of, it's a bit, you know, like mm-hmm. it seems to me to be, it's got nothing going for it. But yeah. clearly there, it, it does have something going for it. So, so mm-hmm. tell me about that. What is, sure. what's going on out there? Sure. I think you're right about the proximity towards, um, you know, the ocean and, and also towards um, the city. There is none. You know, however, because it has been built out, um, in the outer ring of the city, you're still within your 20 kilometers um, of most major freeways, of most connections that get you um, into the city. I think that has been a, a huge pull for many of the clients or many homeowners that purchased out there. When they started building these estates, there were reasonable prices to be close enough to the city. Um, so these were young professionals that, that moved in into those areas. You had a huge cultural shift as well. I think there was a, a large demographic that purchased in those areas um, due to the birth of, um, of temples that came up. You know, before that, um, you had your Sikh temple and Hindu temple that was built out in Cannington. That was probably mm-hmm. the closest temple that you'd find here um, to the city. But north of the river, there were very few, far and few. And when that was built out in, you know, in, in the desert, as they say. So, the, so there's a Sikh temple out there? There's a Sikh temple and a Hindu temple as well. Where, whereabouts are they? So these are these are actually in um, closer towards Cavisham. So this is out towards um, your Swan Valley area, and, yeah. and that's why most of the demographic that moved in there was due to the pull of of having a place of worship um, that surrounded right, yeah. their homes. You know, and so that's a, that's a driver of growth. Do you say? I would say saying? so. Yes, really. Okay. It, it happened in in Cannington and Canning Whale, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people moved in there because mm-hmm. when you're closer towards a place of worship, as as it would be. Um, you know, in, in mm. most cultures, mm-hmm. um, you would find that your purchases increase. And not only that, more people would want to move in because, you know, we generally with, with um, the Hindu culture, you've got a large number of, um, of family members and, and they move into <laughs> the area just as you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So, so on that subject, mm-hmm. is there a, a lot of, uh, shall we say, um, multi-generational homes in the area? Yes, truly is. And I think one thing that has been, um, or that I've, I've noticed during my time the last six months has been the larger size blocks that are available out there. And I'm talking about 1,000 square meter blocks that haven't been subdivided. Um, you've got 500 to 750 square meter blocks for very reasonable prices. And the homes that have been built on that are built specifically for their children and grandchildren to mm-hmm. stay on. You know? So mm-hmm. short answer is yes, you know, the multi-generation homes are quite a norm. So when I've driven through Allenbrook, the, it, it struck me that the block sizes were all fairly small. Okay. Like, yeah. but, but you're saying that there are blocks that, that are much bigger than that available? Correct. Is that in yes. sort of an outer sub part of Allenbrook? Yeah. 
Great question. I think if you if you move from the promenade and you drive your way not towards the wine, so towards the golf course, right. um, you'll find three to four streets that are located in that area mm-hmm. where there are massive blocks in there. And these are stunning homes that have been built, right? They're mm-hmm. currently priced around the, you know, your your nine hundreds to a millions proximity to the golf course, of course, and the fact that you've got access towards the um the promenade. So um, yeah, there are homes that are on those blocks or full-size blocks um, that you find out there for very reasonable prices. How far is Ellenbrook from the Vines? Um, yep. So you, it is. It's probably right neighbourhood. Neighbours. So it depends on which which part that you are looking at in Ellenbrook, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the part that I'm I'm discussing, so with the promenade and and that road along, it's a kilometre away from mm-hmm. the um from the promenade. So you're not very far from it. Um, and most people, of course, enjoy their lifestyle. They've built the wines extremely well, actually. I was there uh, a couple of weeks back and it was um, yeah, fantastic place. So it's a beautiful little spot for those that are staying there and, of course, utilizing the golf course. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, not, not a bad place to be, actually. Yeah. Okay, so, so what are the more popular homes out sort of in yeah. the, that main section of Allenbrook, you, sure. in that the promenade area, what what sure. what can you get in there? I think you'd be looking at at three by two, four by twos that are sitting on about five hundred to six hundred and fifty square meters, and these are homes that are priced between your five hundred and six hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, the the greatest pull or the greatest highlight for a lot of our investors, and we've been getting a lot of um as as you would know, Peter. Um, inquiries from interstate investors who's increased over the last two years and most of them are looking at the high yields because the rents that you'll be looking at for these properties are anywhere between your 600 to 700 per week um, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's netting them about your 7% yields. So six to seven hundred dollars a week on a on a how much what, so what value you're purchase? looking at about five hundred thousand to five fifty right yeah 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 that's a half decent return very much yeah. so friend mm. and the ages of these properties you're looking at anywhere between two thousand and eight to two thousand and twelve yeah two thousand eight to two thousand and twelve mm-hmm. okay right yeah so they're around about ten twelve thirteen years of years old yeah right yes. okay okay. And so, so the demand, the, the rental demand out there, mm-hmm. is it, how strong are you calling that? Yep. So I think now because of the, the transport, the line that's coming into Ellenbrook, um, it has increased a lot over the last six months. So we're seeing a pull towards the areas, not only because of the fact that you've got the, um, the infrastructure that's being, um, you know, that's being grown in the area, but also because of the transport line. So rental demand is pretty high. I'll give you an example. Um, we launched a property probably about seven days ago mm-hmm. uh, on the rental market. This was for it to to settle in line with a tenant in place. Um, and a quick story, which happens to a lot of people in real estate, so I don't mind sharing this. Um, the key didn't work in the day that we had the home open, right? Called the seller's sellers is in Bali, enjoying their one week before the property settles. Um, and we had to go to Bunnings to have it, ha- get, a, get a thinner key to work. Jump back to the properties. It was just my team that was out there. Gentleman rings me and he's like, you know, Prash, we are, you know, we're in a kerfuffle. What do we do? I say, we solve it, friend. That's what we do in real estate, right? Solve oh problems. God. He heads back. He can't open the door. So there was about 12 groups of people that were out. Um, out of the 12 people, the contact information was, was collected. Um, they were followed up over the weekend. This was a Friday. On Sunday, four of them made rental applications. And the highest one was $100 over the asking. Oh, my God. So obviously, my team did the due diligence. We qualified them. We brought them back to view the property, inspect it, and then approved it. But they made the applications, Peter, without. So they made it, made an application, mm-hmm. hundred dollars a week, 
above the ask That's right without seeing through there you go friend wow and i think that does you know say a lot not only about the demand of the area but also the demand of our current supply and versus you know in, current in, in, lack of supply exactly no yeah, supply like, yeah. you said it exactly peter yeah. in the rental market you know which is forcing a lot of these families that out there's this young family that's moved in um very happy for them and the property settled yesterday and the new owner has got a you know return that's that much more than what you know he purchased the property at mm. Mm. so where's the demand coming from in yep. in allenbrook Yep, you're you referring to the uh, the types of people, the, the demographic that are moving in there. I think a lot of young families that are moving into um, the area or can't purchase in the inner city. I think due to the uh, or can't rent in the inner city due to the the increase in the weekly rents. Um, they're now slowly looking in the outer skirts um, of you know of the inner city, which I think Ellenbrook will in in due course when the train line comes in will fall as the inner city. It's a tough oh one to say, God, Peter. He it's sounds a tough like a real one to say. Agent. No, but if you think about it, um, that's where... How many, that's how many kilometers from the city is it's it? It's 25. 25. Yes. We're calling 25 inner city. Oh, <laughs> oh fresh. And when more suburbs come out, Further along there, Peter. When we're is... finally settling in, in South Geraldton. Yeah, that's right. Hey, this, this is an inner city suburb. <laughs> well, and, and in your defense, um, there's, I hear a lot of eastern suburbs, eastern states, uh, buyers agents yes. describing um, the Luca yes. as, oh my God, it is so close to the city. <laughs> and as a Perthite, yes. you're going, Wait That's a minute. Close to the city. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But they they're comparing it against Sydney and Melbourne. Of course. And yes. and indeed a twenty five kilometers from the city is mm. well, it's it's in a city. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I come from Malaysia, Peter. So back in Malaysia, twenty five kilometers takes you two hours to drive. You know, <laughs> we're talking about the traffic. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about just the way the roads are built. So yes, yes, you know, yes. in that sense, you know, me driving out twenty minutes to get to my area of yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, it is a it is a perspective that we uh, in us in Perth, mm. it's a unique perspective because we're so used to everything being like five minutes away yes. or ten minutes away, and it, like as soon as you you go, oh, well, it's 15 kilometers from the city. What? Uh, <laughs> Not driving there today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now tell us about the, the train line. That's, mm -hmm. that's definitely coming. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So 2024, I think December um, it's when it is, um, it started to open. Hopefully right, okay. with no further delays. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, that's coming along well at the moment. It's built in line with the Metronet. So Metronet, that's um, that's pr progressing at, at a rapid rate, which is great to see, no pun mm -hmm. intended. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they've done extremely well with, um, with its progress. And I believe Ellenbrook should, um, should have that coming along really well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's December 26th, you said. Yeah, December 2024, sorry. Uh, yeah. 26. Yeah. <laughs> with the current landscape, I just got you there. It took me a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so they're anticipating December 24. Mm -hmm. and, and do you think that will have an impact on property values or has that impact on property values already happened in anticipation? I believe it is the latter, Peter. Okay. So a lot of people that are built or buying into the suburb right now um, they are quoting that train line that's coming along and how that would assist with, you know, reaching out towards the desert. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you know, for, for many of them and also the invested 
investors that are investing into it, mm -hmm. um, look at it from a point of your capital growth and how that's going to grow the area. Mm -hmm. Do people buy in Allenbrook because of its proximity to the Swan Valley? Yes, they do. Do they? More, more so into the surrounding suburbs with Cavisham, for example. Cavisham is so much closer um, towards the Swan Valley. Mm -hmm. So from Cavisham, you're about 15 minutes drive into the main area of Allenbrook. Um, but to answer your question, yes, they do. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them do like the lifestyle. You know, you've got, a, you've got vineyards that are, that are 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah, well, I looked at a, a horse property uh, in Millenden yes. uh, yesterday, as I was telling you uh, off air, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we looked around at this this property. Mm -hmm. It was lovely. Um, yes. wasn't what my client was after, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. And we said, well, it'd be rude not to uh, yes. go and have a beer, and we, we headed to uh, Mash Brewery. Good spot, uh, friend. A yeah. very good spot. Yeah. yeah, and they've got mini golf there. They they do. I've played <laughs> I've played mini golf there. I, I fancy myself. Uh, yes. Yeah. Have you tried the giant golfs? I don't know what oh, they're, yeah, what no, they're actually that's, called. That's, that's the one with the big. Play. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. the massive golf balls. Very yeah. very unique. And yeah, it's uh, um, they've done well with improving the um, I guess the hospitality scene. How far? How far is like a, like the Mash mm -hmm. Brewery from? From Allenbrook. So yeah. it's, it's a straight road down. You, you would drive through Cavisham, mm -hmm. but you're looking at about 15 to 17 minutes drive. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. About 30 k's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Uh, okay. So you, you're saying that you, back to what you can get for your money in, in Allenbrook. Yes. Five to five to six hundred thousand, three by two, four by two. Correct. They're, they're your, basically your cookie cutter kind of homes, aren't they? Correct. Yes. Let's say you had a client with seven hundred to spend. Yes. Um, what do they get for say seven hundred or sure. thereabouts? Sure. So we just appraised a property. This was close to um to the Ellenbrook Primary School. Mm -hmm. Um, it's in a it's in a great location right opposite a park. It's sitting on six hundred and thirty three square meters. Mm -hmm. It's a four by two plus theater and a swimming pool at the back. Mm -hmm. um, we've appraised that at the low seven hundreds. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what you'll be getting. Um, you know, it's a, got a fair decent um, square meter mm -hmm. uh, with a swimming pool on there, and you're close to your to your amenities. Now, when you say that you appraised it for mm -hmm. for low seven hundreds, yes. Um, where is it realistically going to sit in the market? Great question. Uh -huh. Because great question. Know, like Peter. so often you go, well, we're expecting in the low seven hundreds and ends up being eight hundred. Yes, uh, which is the usual thing. Is is that going to happen here, or are you saying that 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 property actually could sell for, let's say, seven twenty? I think it's an absolute brilliant question, um, Peter. In our current market, especially, uh, allow me to take us back to two thousand and thirteen. For example, so we were talking about a market. Oh, this, is, this is a while back. Oh. Yes, uh, yeah. I'm a bit older than you, so I, I might not remember this far. That's <laughs> all right. We'll take you there, friend. Let's paint a picture on the supply and demand, right? So the numbers. This is when I just joined the market. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it because everyone told me, you know, Frash, get into real estate. It's fantastic. Mm. It's the mining boom. You know, you be you do well, and that year the mining boom went the opposite direction. So mm -hmm. you know, the market mm -hmm. was sitting at fifteen thousand homes, and obviously the um, the demand wasn't as high as it is today. And properties that were being appraised then were selling for a lot less than mm. what you would appraise it for. Sure. Um, now, what's driving that, as you would know, is, and the reason why you're asking this is the competition and the demand um, that outweighs our supply. So um, 
I'm an auctioneer by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been auctioneering since 2014. Um, it's my absolute passion. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons why we auction properties is because we want transparency with mm-hmm. the price. I'm no one to price a property. I'm pricing it based on statistics, on numbers. Mm-hmm. So what, what I do is I tell, tell my clients, I think it's best that we leave it to the market mm-hmm. to decide. I'm not buying a property tomorrow. You're not buying a property tomorrow. It's always an expected price, an emotional price. Um, it's always a statistical price. But what's more important is the market price. Mm. So to answer your question, the best thing we should be doing is to take price out of the equation. Mm. We mm. should be leaving it to the market to tell us where the property sits. You've given me the politician's answer or the real estate <laughs> agent's answer that I hear so it's, often. It's, yeah, let's, it's, it's let's something play. that I think is not happening a lot in the marketplace. But what's your, yeah. what's your gut feel on this? Mm-hmm. Right, sure. The uh, short answer uh, is... I just want to nail yeah. you down on, on, sure. on this. You know, when, when, you, you know, when you're looking at this, this low sevens, mm-hmm. are you thinking in the back of your mind it could run to 775. I think a 5% increase is definitely possible. Yes. And that's. So you're thinking it could run to as high as 750 ish? The last 12 months has proven so, correct. Mm, mm, yes. Mm. I think that's where it would sit if we take price out of the equation. So then why wouldn't you have said from the start, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be at 750 to 775? I think if I was the owner of the property. Yes. And um, an agent is to come to me, and this is based on my experience, mm. um, and tell me that we're going to aim for seven seventy five. Mm. Um, then I would be expecting an eight hundred thousand dollar return on my property. Right. Yeah. I think it's really important so that we look. There's still that. There's still that thing where the appraisal price and the seller's expectation. There's a difference. Absolutely yes. Because you see it go the other way sometimes. As in go lower than As the, in where you go in at, uh, at let's say, 725, uh-huh. you know, where you say low sevens, mm-hmm. and the seller's thinking 680. Yes. And it ends up selling for seven and 760. Absolutely, yes. Does that happen? Absolutely, yes. And, you know, there, are, there is a select group of, of, of homeowners, which is our perfect clientele, who are realistic about the prices. And I always go back to statistics, Peter. Numbers matter, right? Uh, mathematics is everywhere. And, you know, hopefully this is not a politician's answer, but <laughs> you base it on the last six months, as you know, last three months of sales. But that theory, that's really difficult, isn't it? Because you, you base the, and, and Allenbrook and places like Beldivers, all those newer suburbs, they're all kind of three by two or four by two mm-hmm. on 600 square meters. You know, So they're reasonably easy to appraise, unlike in the inner city areas where it's you know, you've got difference in zoning and different in, you know, variations, sizes and all sorts of problems. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so you're appraising stuff that is, is, is nice and, and cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just easier. Uh, you're not wrong. Um, again, it's, it's based on, on what are the similar properties that have sold, yes? Mm. Um, but last week's statistics, as we've known in the market, may not be this week's results. Yeah, and, and you, you're comparing uh, sales, mm-hmm. whereas what the, the buyers are looking at is what's on the market. market. And well said. if there's nothing on the market, yes. then you well, how far, how far forward do I go with this price? Yes. Also, and then it comes down to your presentation. It comes down to the street appeal. There are a lot of um, state housing commission homes that are in Ellenbrook, mm-hmm. um, which has affected, you know, it's, 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 um, 
its crime rate, which I'm sure a lot of people who are listening would um, would be attuned to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important that those come into play as well when you when a buyer's interest is involved. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, presentation, price, and price, the three Ps that I say you got to have. Oh my you happy with that answer? Oh I knew you were going to like that, Peter. Oh That's God. why I brought that in. <laughs> I was waiting for that reaction. Um, so, <laughs> so, okay, so... Um, Homes West is a factor in, in Allenbrook. Yes. Can you tell me a bit, of, a bit more about that? Sure. So there are some streets um, where you have a large number of Homes West. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some cases, not all of them, um, that does affect the, the rate of crime that mm-hmm. has happened um, all, over the last few years. I think in any suburb, as we would know, Peter, um, you would have a, a, an X amount of, of crime, a percentage of crime. Yeah, sure. It has been higher in Ellenbrook. Um, I think, of course, the distance from, you know, from the city mm. um, has caused that as well. Mm. Um, but yes, so the, that does impact, unfortunately, not only the presentation of the homes that we sell, but the quality of living on the streets um, of those. So more often than not, you will find homes that have been battened down um, mm-hmm. you know, through to his, he- to his hedges with, uh, with security alarms and, and obviously with, uh, with patrols that go around the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so that's, that's something that we have been noticing a lot. And we, we put that as part, we are, we are completely transparent mm-hmm. with our investors who purchase into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. In, in any suburb, and if in a, any street for that matter, mm-hmm. there's the, the good end and the bad end. Yes. There's the, the good part and the bad part. Yeah. Is that the case with, with Allenbrook? Indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And that's why when I mentioned we even started about Allenbrook, I mentioned the three three parts. I separated the three parts. Yes. Um, not only based on the proximity to the main uh, main drag of um of Allenbrook, but mm-hmm. also due to its state state housing and, mm-hmm. and its impacts on its relevant prices because mm-hmm. In some of those parts, the prices may not reach as much as the other aspects mm-hmm. of Ellenbrook. So where should somebody be looking if they want a, a, a great lifestyle yes. and uh, you know, just, just have a good lifestyle? Sure. I think along the promenade would be a good idea to start from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you base your way out, outwards towards, um, towards the wines and, and the, the Averley um, border. Um, so you, you go from the promenade and you yes. go north? Is, Correct. Is that right? Correct, mm-hmm. yes. Um, that's one, one place that I would be recommending mm-hmm. if you prefer um, heading and, and popping along to, the, um, to grab a glass of wine on the weekends, then closer towards the south of Allenbrook where you're reaching Caversham, where you're reaching Brabham. Those are newer, more private estates, mm-hmm. um, stunning homes that have been built there over the last three, four years. Um, we were fortunate to sell a home in 2016 in Dayton. It's mm-hmm. a display home, mm-hmm. um, and that is, you know, very much in the private estate. Mm-hmm. So, so what's Caversham? Tell me, tell yep. me, because I, I, I do not know much about Caversham sure. Uh, sure. apart from that it has a wildlife. I was park. just about to say that. So that's one thing that that's really popular was the um is the wildlife park, and mm-hmm. there have been many private estates that have been built um surrounding um that wildlife park. So you've got homes. Um, that are sitting between your your six hundred to seven hundred and fifty um, in the price range, mm-hmm. um, and they are they are on smaller blocks because when they were built, they were built as a, a private estate and they were cut up um, as such. Uh, but there are some some relatively new homes that are being built there um, at the moment. So you're talking about ages between two thousand and fifteen. Um, so less than 10 years, that's what you'll be looking at in Caversham. Mm-hmm. You are hopping a skip away from the, the main drag of, um, of Swan Valley. So you drive out of, of Caversham and within two minutes, you know, you'll reach Sandalford, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that same road and you drive towards the city. Within five minutes, you are at the Bass and Dean Hotel. 
Well, that's a direction to Lord Street. Take Lord Street from Bassendine, mm-hmm. take a left. Um, in five minutes, you drive down the road, you reach Cavisham. Yep, yep. yep. So that's one of the advantages of buying in, in Cavisham. So you're much closer mm-hmm. um, towards your Guildford Road that reaches you into the city. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so is Cavisham an older suburb with redevelopment that has happened to it? That would be Ellenbrook. Mm-hmm. That would be the, the, the element of an older suburb with the redevelopment. Mm-hmm. Cavisham was built after. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came Brabham and Dayton with the okay. new estate. So that was okay. the progression of the builds of the suburbs. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what about Brabham? What's yep. what's that got going for it? Yep. So very similar to to Kevisham in a sense that they are private estates. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of newer homes that have come up in the last three years. I would say three to four years. Mm-hmm. A lot of display homes were sold in that that area. So you get seven percent leases. Nice suburb to live in, uh, very much as leafy as you wouldn't expect it out there, but they've built the estates as such. Do Brabham and Cavisham benefit from the train station, from the train line? Yes, they do. They yeah. do? So there would be a train line that connects down from Ellenbrook past these suburbs as well. Right, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And conceivably, there'll be a train stop there or something? Or I believe so, yes, to be honest. Go straight past and people just... Yeah, <laughs> jump on, grab a bus and turn yeah. back after. Yeah, yeah. 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 From my understanding, yes, Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, okay, right. If you had five or $600,000 to invest, where would you invest in, in those areas? Yeah, great question. Um, I think, firstly, I'll be looking at, at, as I mentioned earlier, the closest you can be, and this is for purely for investment purposes, I'll be looking at, at the at where the train line is coming through. So within a kilometer out of the train station mm-hmm. um, is where I'll be investing in with 500000 today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be looking at homes that are newer than 10 years, simply for maintenance and depreciation purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be looking at rental yields that are above your, your 6 to 7%, which is very much likely mm-hmm. um, and probable in this market. Um, I'll be avoiding areas that are close to the fire zones. Uh, which is so fire zones are a problem out there. It is yes. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, because of its um, office distance when it was built out, those were you know those were trees that were cut down to to build mm-hmm. these areas. So um, there are a large part of there is a large part of um, of Ellenbrook that's covered under the fire protection zone. So when, you're, when they were building the homes, obviously they're taking this into consideration, mm-hmm. um, which may add to the insurance premiums for those that are listening and I astute. Mm-hmm. There would be this would be this would form part. Um, of your investment breakdown, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, so I would be. What other impacts does a, a fire zone have on on your enjoyment of the property? Yeah, um, I think it's not as as much as we would we would think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be to be honest, um, there are multiple things you can do with the home. You know, adding on sprinkler systems on top of your roof is one of the most extensive thing you can do to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest that. Um, and again, correct me if I'm wrong on this for those that are listening, but the closest that a fire had ever gotten, clo- gotten to a neighborhood was in 2014, and they were put out fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. So we've got n- an incredibly good um, service department in WA. It's one mm-hmm. thing I've realized, you know, police, ambulance, and the fire department mm-hmm. are fantastic. So mm-hmm. I think they, they do their rest assured that when you're buying homes there, your, your quality of life is governed by their expertise. How, how are these suburbs uh, in terms of shopping um, and amenities? Yes, um, they have improved in the last three years. Mm-hmm. I think prior to that, they were fine, a few in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them in Ellenbrook, for example, you've got the promenade, um, you've got your, your Bunnings. So what, what's in the, on the promenade? Yeah. You've got Bunnings? Correct. That's yeah. a, a 
very important. Essential, yes. yes it's yeah. a Toys R Us for us adults. Yeah. And uh, you've got, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, friend. Yes. Always get lost. Eh? I enjoy myself whenever I'm in there. And, um, you've got your, um, you know, your, your entire set of your autobahns. You've got your, your fuel stations that are, that are there. You've got your coals. You've got mm -hmm. a Woolworths as part, of, um, as part of the promenade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what about, so that's Allenbrook. Yes. Does, does, is Cavisham, does that have its own shopping um, center? It, it has a, a mini shopping center is what mini I would say. So it's got a Coles in there. It's got, um, you know, it's got the, the essentials. You've got your pharmacy. You've got, of course, the liquor store that was kept open over COVID. So that's important. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so if somebody wanted to be within walking distance of shops yes. and train station, where would they be? Um, absolutely in the promenade. In the promenade. Yes. Right, yeah. That would be the, the central part of, of Ellenbrook. And mm -hmm. you know, you drive through the promenade and you'll know exactly what, what I mean by it. And yeah. the houses that surround them mm -hmm. are actually in a pretty decent spot. They've done extremely well with uh, with the parks, with the with the schools that are surrounding it. And I think that's where you should be buying. On the subject of parks and schools. Mm -hmm. How's Allenbrook for for parks and schools? Yeah, I think again over the last um last three to five years, they have um truly invested a lot of money in maintaining the parks. Mm -hmm. um, they're stunning, Peter. Like I was fairly are surprised they? the first time that I drove out there and you know and, and seeing these homes that are surrounded by it. And um I, I did I did two things. I went and spent a, a few hours um in those in those areas in the in the evenings, you know, just tending the parks and um seeing how the lifestyle was. But they've done extremely well in maintaining the cleanliness. Um, the safety is paramount in mm -hmm. those areas. Mm -hmm. um, and so are the schools. The schools are in, in top-notch quality. I've got a few friends who've got children. Um, they go to the schools and mm -hmm. um, they've been fairly impressed with what they've done out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are Allenbrook, Caversham, Brabham, are they places where you would feel safe enough to go out for a run at night after, after dark or yeah. run early in the morning before sunup? Short answer is yes. I've seen people. Doing that, so lifestyle-wise, ones with guns. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know, like... A little bit of a, you know, of, of an eyes at the back of their head. So, <laughs> at the same time, you know, I think that that um, the last twelve to eighteen months, mm -hmm. um, safety has has really, really been something that's that's been focused on. Mm -hmm. um, I think by the local council. The local the local council, correct. So mm -hmm. they've increased the, uh, the community watch. You know, they've got uh, multiple new patrols that are they're moving around the area. So just like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, in every street, it's going to be the good and the bad um, mm -hmm. in this one. And I think there are parts to it where you wouldn't, you wouldn't be comfortable doing so. And there are parts where you would. And mm -hmm. at the same time, with the focus on safety, the last 12 to 18 months, I think that's been something that people have um, been more comfortable doing. There's, um, is it, the Row Highway. I always get confused between yep. Row and and Tonkin. Uh, and Tonkin. Yes. Uh, is it is it Row that goes up there? They're both. Both. So Tonkin right. and Row heads right. up towards yep towards Cavisham okay. and Allenbrook. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Have they? Has the works there? Has that had any sort of impact on? It has. Now the roads are are, are much better when you're driving out there. So the, the they've completed relative eighty percent of the works have been done. Prior to that you had a lot of roadblocks and obviously oh, it was um, terrible. Yeah man. Mm. So you know now you've got um tree lanes that drive you out there and you know you reach the promenade section. So there's two again two parts as I mentioned. You've got Nangara Road um that heads into the older part of Ellenbrook. And if you travel another five kilometers, there's an, an uh, a left turn that gets you towards the promenade. Mm -hmm. um, they've been built relatively well so it's safe um, and it's also a road that yeah, takes you there in no time. Mm, mm, okay. 
So it sounds like um, the train station is is a pretty crucial piece of the the puzzle. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they better deliver on the um on the timeline, and yeah. as we know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. In terms of land supply out there, because uh, what my my sense is that land supply can impact on values mm-hmm. uh, of established residential. Are there new suburbs springing up out that way? Are there, is there expansion? I think um, in the next two years, mm-hmm. there will be. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, from my radar at the moment, I'm unaware mm-hmm. of any, but just based on how quickly um, Brabham and Dayton grew mm-hmm. through the private estates and as you mentioned, the supply of land that's out there, there would be new suburbs that would be coming up mm-hmm. um, in the coming years and the demand will drive it. Demand that we're witnessing right now uh, will drive that. Mm, okay. All right. Interesting. Well, is there anything else that we should know about Allenbrook mm-hmm. and Cavisham? Allenbrook, Cavisham and yes. Brabham. Sure. Well, the, the three suburbs, um, I think one thing that, that a lot of people are not looking at right now is the fact that you should be looking at your 25 kilometers and above. Um, in, a, in a city, in folks, a city, in a city. Which is, which is mm. what's, what's going to be happening um, to, to, the, to that term when, um, when the new suburbs come up. But um, uh, those, it's all about relative to, to price in square meter. Mm. When you're investing into real estate. I think when you're investing the property, square meter matters. And looking at value to the square meter, um, these areas are delivering in spades. Mm-hmm. Um, and capital growth will be, you know, off paramount um, when you when you're investing into these suburbs i think that's what yep. um, the listeners should be looking at prash where do you see the allenbrook cavisham brabham values going from here mm-hmm. um, it has increased about 13 percent in the last 12 months mm-hmm. so i believe that that will double when mm-hmm. the train line comes through and the reason why i'm saying that so you think in the next let's say 12 months, because that will take us through to basically December 24, that we will see another 13%? Good question. It's always never easy to answer these questions, but um, I think yes. Mm. I think confidently, based on me being on the ground, Mm. there will be Mm. an increase of prices at that amount. Our market will continue to progress in a positive um, trajectory. And with the demand that, that we are seeing in those areas, we should be looking at that when the train line comes through. Allenbrook is a very much a mortgage belt suburb. Mm-hmm. Has it been impacted by the mortgage cliff? So far with the discussions that we're having uh, with a lot of homeowners, I think they're holding steady, mm-hmm. which is a good, good thing to see. Um, the latest interest rate hike, I think, will have an impact on a few more people than we'd liked it to have. We will be seeing that over the next three months, but we're keeping close contact with a lot of the homeowners. And for those that are listening out there, you know, you're always welcome to give us a call um, mm-hmm. here to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting issue. Tell me where the people that live in Allenbrook, where do they work? A lot of them work in the city. In the city, yeah. So you're oh, driving. It's in a city. That's it's right. in a city. So you're driving. I keep forgetting. Minutes, Such a friend. stupid question. <laughs> Not at all. I think a lot of them do work um, in in the inner city. Right. Um, and yes, for them that with the. You know, not being able to afford the prices, not only of the of the rentals, you're referring to homeowners, um, having quality of life and a quiet quality of life. You know, you move into the city, you've got the noise and the hustle that comes along with it. Um, but when you 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 take that out of the equation, um, you find yourself in Ellenbrook. 
that quality of life is what a lot of the homeowners are after. Prash, for, for those people who are living in Allenbrook and working in the city at the moment, the commute would be pretty horrendous, would, I would imagine. It takes 20 minutes and now with... 20 the, minutes to get 25 kilometers. Fresh. Not that bad. Don't be under the speed limit. We're making sure we're under oh the speed God. limit. So, so I live in, in Mount Lolly at the moment. Uh. Um, and from my home to the promenade, um, at a decent speed that we're driving. I'm not sure I want to hear this yeah. because you might be... Incriminating uh, myself. yourself. A friend, it's, it's always below the speed limit. So we make sure that uh, we drive that safe and sound. And it's, it's 20 minutes, friend. Yeah. So you're taking yourself out due to the, the roads that have been built right now. Yes. You know, you, you take the, the traffic out of the equation. Obviously, at, at, you know, at your, your busy periods of the early mornings and the evenings, I'm sure mm. you'll you add an extra, you know, 10 to 15 minutes on top of it. Mm. Um, but otherwise, the roads that have been built now has really shortened the commute. Um, and while it may seem far, if you think about it on, on the map and you look at, at Swan Valley, for example, that reaching Swan Valley mm. used to be a 20-minute commute. Mm. You know, so now with that extension of the freeway, um, with the Roe and Tonkin that has been built, um, that has shortened the commute for a lot of people. Mm. There is there is a, a small number of um, of homeowners, of course, who are who work FIFO, um, so they like their their lock up and and leaves, and they are the ones mostly that that also own property, um, in the Allenbrook and surrounds. Mm. Yeah, I I could certainly see that because they they have reasonably good access to the airport. Mm-hmm. Mm, indeed. Well, this has been uh, this has been fascinating, Prash. Thank you for I, having uh, me on, Peter. I really uh, appreciate your time and the, the insights that you've shown, uh, you've given us. And I appreciate your time as well, Peter. Thanks for having me. Um, so for people that want to know more about investing or buying mm-hmm. uh, or selling in Allenbrook, Caversham, Brabham, out that way, yes, how would they get hold of you? Feel free to reach out to me if this, I believe this is going to be on social. So you reach out to me on The Real Estate Times. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. My name is Prash. You can reach out to, um, to me online and I'm more than happy to assist. Are you doing anything as old fashioned as people calling you on, on the mobile? Absolutely. My phone number will be right below, friends. So more than happy to help. More than happy to help, you know. All right. Prash, this has been great. Uh, thank you. And, uh, um, that's all we've got time for today. Um, Thank you, so Peter. Until next time, happy house hunting. To all out there, all the best. And that wraps up another episode of the WA Property Q&A. We hope you found our discussion valuable and gained some valuable insights into the world of property buying in Western Australia. Remember, while we strive to provide useful information, it's crucial to consult with the appropriate professionals before making any investment decisions. Don't forget to tune in next week for another exciting episode where we continue to unravel the mysteries of the WA property market. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, feel free to reach out to us. Until then, happy property hunting and remember to seek the right advice for your personal circumstances. Thank you for listening.